we are live. Awesome. Man, it's been Hello. a while. Feels like. Yeah, hasn't it? Every time it feels even like though a while. It's been, even though it's only been a week and we were live yesterday. I, I guess, you, I mean, I, yeah, I've been live every single day this week. It's been honestly insanity. Just a little bit, just a little bit. But, you know, we, you got to do what you got to do to make a push, make a push. That's right. We got to do something different, something while this whole economic bubble is in flux right now. So let's jump right into it. Thank, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys, to another episode of AA Frontpreneurs. I'm Season, Andrew. I'm Adam. Season three, episode 17. Can't believe we're already here. We've skipped a bunch of months, but we are staying consistent now. And I promise you this podcast is going to be amazing. We have a very special guest, Anthony Ruiz from The Compound. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Happy to get a, uh, a random text from my boy, Adam. You know, <laughs> say, hey, we're going to call it up. We're going to go live. You know, uh, I, love, I love doing things, uh, being spontaneous. You know, there's a lot going on right now. But um, being able to connect again with you. I'll just introduce myself. My name is Anthony Ruiz. Um, I own the Compound Gym. Uh, we're right in uh, Haverhill, Massachusetts. I'm a young entrepreneur trying to build a brand and uh, collaborate with with uh, fitness related, um, abutting any any brands abutting uh, fitness and um, even opportunities to meet new people like I have with Adam and being able to uh, share our experiences. Uh, as we try to figure out our way, uh, especially right now, I think that mm-hmm. it's a critical it's a critical time. And if we can share just some of our troubles, just some of our experiences as businessmen and entrepreneurs, I say, hey, uh, why not just dive in and and see what we can take from it as well? So happy to be on for sure. Excited to be on. Actually, yeah. I'm I'm here at the gym. I'm here. You know. Yeah, that's uh, it's, I it's see. Studio. So got an official right microphone and everything. Like I'm, I'm just. Yeah, like, yeah, I, we got this. This is my microphone right now. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm working on the headphones. I'm working on. The head- I heard something about headphones though. How headphones can just change the dynamic of your discussion, um, and it was very interesting to me because if you're wearing a headphone and I'm wearing a headphone, for example, if I'm having a discussion with Andy, um, he's hearing his voice mm-hmm. as if he was listening to himself on the radio or on the speed to the speaker, which is, which there's a neurological thing going on that you would share with me if we were both wearing the headphones. So it's pretty cool if you look into that. So I'm waiting so for some new headphones. So it's, a, it's yeah. almost like the same as being in person. <laughs> we, I guess we, there's, you know, a, there's a feedback loop that allows you to just kind of almost um, think of what you need to say before you say it. it it's wild. It's crazy. What I find interesting is that when when I listen back to the audio that has been captured after this, the it seems like it's the same. Ours will be like the same as what Adam's using right now. <laughs> Sometimes I even find that his audio is even louder. But then again, <laughs> he, he does have a very uh, projecting voice. Yeah, it's this microphone's way too close to my mouth. It has to be like over here and then it would be safe in the in the next room. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, the nice thing about it is that since you can hear yourself real time, you can make adjustments to your voice. So you, so you, you know, you're already like, oh, wait, you don't want to wait till the end, then hear yourself and be like, geez, 
kind of like what happened at the bar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, what happened at the bar is it was that, that freaking background music, man. It was terrible. It um, it really messed up the audio, and I knew it was gonna. And I kept trying to like motion. I love the setting. Like, turn it down. Turn it down. It was, it was, and I get it. As a, as a restaurant, you have to have some background music to keep it going. But you know, like just for a little background for the the listeners and watchers. Which shout out to the YouTube watchers and Twitch watchers, um, Facebook. We are, I think, live on Instagram. Nope, that failed. Awesome. All right, so we're not live on Instagram yet, but that's coming soon. So thank you to all the watchers. Thank you to if, if you're listening to this podcast after the fact. Um, we're super excited to be back. I can't even believe that I've gone live every single night because I'm not tired from it. Like really? I, I'm, I'm having fun. I'm having fun with this. Yeah, every single night. Gone live? At, at least an hour since Sunday. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then today. Wow. It yeah. builds wow. your your podcasting going live muscles. Oh yeah, we, we've been we've been live for three hours on 4:20. That was so yeah. fun. Your podcast jacked right now. <laughs> 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 Bro, I probably gained so like thirty pounds. You can see the swell. Dude, you were on a roll. I see. I seen you. I, you know, I seen you. You were on a roll, man. Yeah, I was on a gym routine right before this all shut down, and then all of a sudden it shut down. I'm like, no. But I've been doing yoga almost every day. Like I, I, my wife is usually the one that keeps me like in check with like, oh, we're doing yoga today. I'm like, oh yeah, all right, yeah, yeah I need to. Yoga, yoga, and then we skipped yoga. for like four days. And today I was like, we need to do yoga. And she's like, I don't want to. And I was like, I don't care. We need to do yoga. Like <laughs> my neck hurts, and I know it's because I need to do yoga. <laughs> yeah, yoga I, is underrated. Underrated for sure. I've been doing push-ups how, too. How so. businesses are gonna be able to survive? How yoga studios are gonna survive after all this? Yeah, I right don't know. I mean, it's so close. Contact. Especially the heated, especially the heated ones. That's all like a, it's like a sweatshop in there. It's awesome too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How I know uh, my, my mother's got a gym, and she's kind of adapted in that she's doing a lot more online classes. So she'll do uh, like classes through Zoom. And she also mm-hmm. started a like a, a YouTube channel and, and posting videos directly onto Facebook. So that's one way that uh, I'm seeing gyms that are adjusting through all of this. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially if you're already kind of social media oriented, you have to kind of find a way to continue to connect with your audience in some way. And like if we know that uh, fitness plays a major role in, in, in combating some of these immune issues we're experiencing. It makes no sense to be quiet. <clears throat> so we've, we've kind of done similar things. We have uh, our trainers are just kind of building their own little communities uh, of, 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 you know, followers, like one of our, one of our, we have Bianca and Kim and they'll, they have like 50 girls, each one of them. Right. And they just have a group chat. We have a little community platform that we, that we use, but then we also do the, the online live uh, training. We use Instagram, <clears throat> we have mm-hmm. a private zoom group and, uh, and we're working towards really just figuring out an efficient way to continue doing more uh, online, having more online options, even after we reopen for, you know, regular business. Cause I think, um, the dynamic, the business dynamics are going to change now. Mm-hmm. So just, just kind of, just kind of thinking about like what to expect moving forward allows us to kind of take this time and 
and, and prepare for whatever whatever happens. How have you guys adjusted your business model like with the whole shutdown now? <clears throat> so for the most part, uh, from when you talk revenue, like there's really no revenue at this point. You know, we're pretty much uh, everything's on hold. Um, we as soon as we got wind of the shutdown date, we just froze everybody's uh, memberships. So. Yep. Um, no questions, uh, just automatically freeze. I mean, we had people that were like, no, just keep charging us and don't worry, you know, I want to support the gym. And then you had people that obviously because of the financial burden, um, you know, so instead of like just being very labor intensive and selecting, you know, and, and just being very into just across the board, just freeze uh, all memberships. Uh, so that, you know, we can just kind of figure out, you know, if it's two weeks, if it's a month, if it, you know, we'll figure out as, as this whole thing kind of unfolds. But uh, just being able to do that has give a lot of members, uh, keep them at peace, knowing that they're not just going to get whacked <laughs> at, the, at the worst time. But so we've, but what we've done is instead of just kind of, uh, just because we're not operable we're not operating like we used to it doesn't mean we don't we don't do anything because like we're 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 pretty much um hold ourselves accountable to make sure we hold other people accountable in a sense right uh so we do with these virtual classes and the live and the, mm -hmm. the at-home workouts very at-home oriented uh and just try to do as much as we can as we as just find our place here. You know, there's a lot of things that are out of out of our control. Um, we just have to tap into the resources that that come our way um, that line up with with us. But a lot of uncertainties for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really I really feel for those athletes who require to like one on one contact. Oh right, like uh, boxers, UFC fighters. How are you supposed to train when you got to stay six feet away? Dude, there's a UFC event coming up, I think May 18th. And I'm like thinking, how fresh are these fighters going to be coming into their fights? Like, how, how are you going to actually have a full camp when you're supposed to be not only limiting to less than 10 people, but staying six feet away from everybody? So do you like virtual reality spar people like what i don't know what's happening they have more money than i know us. <laughs> i know Shout that uh, Kasher, nascar that's a good NASCAR game just, that's a good game uh, to make what's a good game the the grappling online grappling oh oh okay we can figure that one out <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they just NASCAR just announced that their first live pro event is going to be, I think, on the 17th or the 18th coming up yep. real soon. And, and that that makes sense to me. Right. So um, I'm assuming all they do is they say, "Our right, listen, sorry, fans, we're not going to have anybody come spectate the show. They might do some um, paid programming and then have everybody um, involved, camera people, athletes. Uh, just get tested before they compete so that that seems doable but as far as everything else i mean how you, you just can't you can't quite do that especially with contact sports well if you start thinking about uh i mean there's a lot of different ways you can live with this right you can look at it very uh um 
like very in the now, right? Like respond to like what we're experiencing at the moment, which is typical. But I mean, if you look at the history, you can Google this stuff, right? There's been people, there's different times where we've been uh, obligated or recommended or highly mandated to wear masks just just because of our exposure to other things. I mean, you see it. It's, it's always been like the go-to when it comes to like uh, this type of situation. I think that uh, with time, everything will just kind of normalize a bit. It's just, it'll just be a little bit different in the sense of like, you know, a lot of things are going to be more virtual. I think this is going to be a very, this is a push to our digital age, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think a lot of people are going to work from home more. I think people are starting to see that we can still be productive <laughs> from home. So it's a, it's a, it's a real good opportunity to kind of test out, test out this whole model of like remote working and, and, uh, and, and just everything being like virtual. Right, like speed, fast. You know, the fact that that I don't have to drive two hours to have this exchange with my boys. You know, it's pretty <laughs> cool, dude, like right? you did the first round. Ooh, man. Yeah. <laughs> at least that was like a really fun meeting. You know, like so. At least it wasn't like for nothing. It was like, oh, these guys are cool. Yeah, so it was we- a lot of fun, and we were <clears throat> we were talking right before we came uh, on live. Is that we and actually met audio. a few? We th- uh, can I- you still? You can't hear audio. He might have to log off and log log back in, but there's yeah. no way for us to let let him know that. Nope. Um, as, I don't know sign language. Uh, is there a way, Adam, that you can actually <laughs> open up a chat with him through live? I lost you. Uh, through Streamyard, there might be an option for you to chat. I think he figured it out. <laughs> we're, we're still figuring uh, this stuff out this is our this is our like one of our first official podcasts on on stream so we're just figuring some new steps out and uh we actually have uh yeah. we give a quick shout out to uh young isaac over here isaac is uh taking notes and uh doing timestamps on you know like the, the good stuff that's gonna happen um, yeah, super important. So he he's he's been he's helping us out with some production stuff, and uh, pretty soon, hopefully, we'll have some we'll have this shut down over, and we can do regular podcasts too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as I was saying before, uh, the the cutout is that a few months ago, I don't even remember when it was. Uh, the three, the actually four of us met. Um, Adam Anthony and I met with Eric at a local bar called um, Liberty and Union. And we met and had a, a marvelous conversation. The only downside was that the audio wasn't that great. The bar had music and we kept asking them to turn it down. And it was just, it, it didn't work out perfectly. And then in the house. I don't know on happened. top of everything, hey, can you hear us again? Yeah, I can hear you. Good? Yeah. I don't know what's oh, going good. On. Yeah, weird technical difficulties. Too, you know, too much always... handsome on screen and just overloaded. We're still it. working out the kinks. We're still working out the kinks. I remember kinky. us talking about last last time that uh, there's always something that goes wrong. There's yep. never never something that doesn't, and this okay. is just again one of those times, right? You just learn you tough, get you get tough, like a scab, and make it better. Yeah, yeah. I think you know what's interesting. 
I think entrepreneurs are are the best suited to make it through this. Because if you think about it, we've been grinding since the get, you know what I mean? So it's like, mm -hmm. it's just a different kind of fight, right? You know what I mean? Like those those tough mornings that you're up, you know what I mean? Those <clears throat> those days that you just don't know, those days that you're just like, how am I going to do this, right? I don't know, resolve that. It's now it's just different. It's like, first there's like initial shock, right? Whenever it comes into play, but then it's just like, all right, well, uh, you just get back into your mode of like figuring it out. Mm -hmm. That's right. I mean, something that I think is going to be happening and we're seeing it live uh, in real time is that some big companies are going to start to fall. And what else we're also yeah. going to see is that smaller companies are going to fill the void. Uh, for example, something that's leveling off oh the playing God. field is uh, the PPP loans. So for one company that might be doing extraordinarily well, $30,000, yeah, that's great, but I'm still in the hole, right? Whereas you can have another company that's just starting, they've just got on their feet. Now they get this $30,000, you're like, oh my God. I'm doing extraordinarily well now because the help of the government and that's that momentum, that solid trend can help maintain momentum. And hopefully uh, we can see a lot more successes come through this and persevere. Like you were saying, the entrepreneurs that will make it through this are going to be even stronger. Yeah. We're ready for it. You have to be like, there's nothing you can't stop just because of this. If anything, this, I've said this. I think I said this last week on the on the podcast. I've said this probably in almost every single live. Like, I realize that I definitely need more than one income. That whole seven incomes thing is so true. Like, I can't rely on one income. You never know what's gonna happen. You know, like the the business sales are a little bit down, and that that happens because we have to shut down the kiosks, and you just got to do what you got to do. You can't really cry about it you you can't really like give up you just gotta have multiple branches to go to like we have had luckily yeah i mean andy i mean you said a lot of great things there one of the first things you said right out right from the beginning was something exactly like nipsey hustle said in a song what what is you it I mean? about how big 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 businesses are going to crumble and, and how uh the business models has changed and stuff like that like that's actually one of his quotes and one of his songs. You oh, said I, did, I didn't. You said I didn't mean, pretty much. <laughs> I didn't mean to take it. You're I've never, to, I've never heard of him. Clip it in that. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Hey, does you're anybody? Right. We have a we have a real serious issue in the comments here. <laughs> so. So MLG Naps on Twitch says that asked us, "Hey, do y'all know how to set up a urinal?" And said, "I need to pee pee, but this urinal isn't set up." So, do either one of you gentlemen know how to set up a urinal? Yes, I've actually got a lot of experience in um, plumbing. Uh, I, when I was 16 years old, I actually set up 23 urinals in a uh, bathroom. It was a small bathroom. Impressive. <laughs> So first, first step, uh, you're going to need a urinal. <laughs> Second step, <laughs> you're going to need a place to put the urinal. You can put it outside if, you, if you'd like, um, but then you'd need another a uh, couple of walls. Don't eat the urinal very, cakes. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah, even if they, if they smell like apples, don't put them in your mouth. 
Yeah, you gotta love the Twitch community, the gamer community. They're just all right. You gotta yeah. love the gamer community. You oh my it. god! Speaking of the I'm gamer community, go. like, so we have to treat this essentially like we ne- never had a podcast before because we didn't get to put out any of those talking points, and we got to talk a lot about esports, and that's so appropriate because now we're live streaming on Twitch right now. And you know a lot of you know heavy hitters in the twi- in the esports realm, and you you know we we've had a little bit of, a few talks about some esports ideas. Um, so let's let's scratch the surface a little bit for people. First of all, for people that don't know, what is esports? Well, <clears throat> for starters, it's the the there's esports and then there's gaming, right? So if we if we really talk about uh, what's happening right now, which is why it's probably relevant mostly right now, is the amount of gaming activity going on uh, during this time. I mean, literally, the only sport uh, that's actually able to uh, be active during this time and 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 continue to uh, evolve is uh, is gaming. So it's interesting. It's interesting. We had this discussion. I mean, when was it that we were down in uh, when I was down your way? And uh, January, February, January. Yeah. So that was that was right before a lot of all this madness happening and stuff like that. So to see to see uh, gaming uh, be where it's at right now, uh, it's it's good because I have a lot of close friends that are in that community, and. Uh, Really, we have a huge gaming culture uh, within our environment here at the gym and, and a lot of our following and stuff like that. So um, gaming for me, uh, I'm not a professional gamer and I don't I don't dedicate the amount of time um, most people do to gaming. Mm-hmm. My, my role, my role in the in the in the, um, in the market is more uh, helping and advocating for uh, a balanced lifestyle to be able to sustain it, right? Because uh, like any sport, you know, I think gaming has uh, has proven to be a straining um, sport, a sport that actually uh, produces strain to your body and your, uh, your neurologically, right? Which is even a bigger factor. Um, but it's also builder. It's a builder for uh, a lot of people. You know what I mean? I've talked to a lot of my friends who game for a lot of, for actually today, um, our videographer, Joel, he's one of the most creative guys I know, right? He, we were having a discussion about like how he feels after he's gaming because he just picked up gaming again with a lot of his downtime and, and he'll, he'll, you know, he feels like it boosts his creativity and we're talking about it. And I think real time we're talking about it. We're kind of figuring out why it would boost your creativity. And we, I think we hit the nail on the head. Um, a lot of that activity going on when you're playing uh, competitively. I mean, I don't know how, what other sport uh, gives you the urge to break the TV, break the remote in half, slam the <laughs> keyboard. And, and, and some people would probably argue that, that regular sports would do that to them. I've, I've seen some people that would probably do that with wrestling, never mind regular sports. Well, I think that it can happen anywhere, but the place that it's happening is there. Right, the the only place that because you know you're you're by yourself in a room and you're gaming, so there's really no referee or coach or anybody telling you don't do what you just did. 
you're live, you know, and a lot of, a lot of things happen. Um, and a lot of people act out of character because they are out of character because of mm-hmm. the, the experience that they're having during the gaming. Right. So we were, what we, what we kind of established was that the neurological activity going on in your, in your brain at that time is it can, can help you or it can hurt you. You really decide what you do with that um, because all that activity, you can either shift your focus post uh, gaming to something that's beneficial. Like uh, maybe for Joel, it was, it was doing editing videos, right? So he's working on some projects, right? So he said that he felt that he was, uh, his, his ability to uh, be creative and focus and concentrate at his task to completion was enhanced. However, if you uh, don't do something active and you just kind of just slump and you just lay out and you eat, um, you know, poorly, then, you know, you eventually just build that habit of of doing that. And then that neurological activity goes towards Mm -hmm. a negative effect. So it's kind of two sides of the coin. So uh, a lot of my interest is, is, is because my kids are are gamers. So uh, I really want to just, um, bring that awareness and and also the the tools and the resources for gamers to be able to have that fit gamer lifestyle um because a lot of our a lot of our good friends are professional gamers but they're not just gamers they they you know when uh, a friend of mine is founder of face clan we ran the marathon in march you know and so like we're it's just it's just a mindset it's just where you're applying it, right? You, you just will be happy to applying it to, uh, you know, gaming and, and fitness and challenging yourself in the weight room or, or in the wrestling. You know, it doesn't matter what you do. If yep. it's productive, then uh, you can see benefits from, from this for sure. And if you don't know, man, esports, there's people that are doing esports right now that are making millions of dollars just playing video games. Like, it is insane. I say it all the time, and I'll never stop saying it. I'm so mad at my parents for not encouraging me to play video games more. I don't care that they didn't have the insight, all right? Like, I was good at video games. Just let me do it. Just let me do it. It you was can, meant to... You can still... You can do it now. Yeah, I don't know, and, man. And you know what? An- Anthony, I really, I really liked what you said about uh, video games and creativity because that makes a lot of sense. And you know what? It really does what makes um, a difference, too, is I'm sure what games you decide to play because i know i've seen my brother play uh, like minecraft for example and holy shit right there's some people that can get creative right? with that it's, game it's amazing yeah. and that amazing. is a that is a that is a mental workout in a half and then you were talking I think about anything how- that anything that challenges you right anything that that challenges you would probably you know be uh, considered something like mind developing in, in a positive or in a negative way Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, it's exciting, too. I remember being, I don't know, 11, 12 years old playing a really early Call of Duty. My hands would be sweating. I'd be at the edge of my seat ready to kill somebody, and I <laughs> felt the adrenaline. Now, this isn't, this isn't some huge, uh, huge story, but it kind of goes to play on how real video games actually feel. You might be sitting there alone in a dark room at 3 in the morning, but... In here, you're there. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a video, like another video games, and they're only getting even cooler. I mean, and 
they're even tying in with fitness. So I've been doing a lot of cycling recently, and there's this thing called um, Zwift. And what Zwift is, is like you get on an online trainer, you get your bike, and you put it on an indoor cycling trainer, and then you link up with a bunch of other people. So you can, they've got Zwift races where you've got your avatar and your cycling, and it, it directly corresponds with the output that you're putting into the pedals. So it has a, uh, it syncs That's up sick. with like yeah, a, a power meter. You yeah. get a right feedback right away, and you can actually have real races virtually with people. Like there's people competing, and they're actually it. They're a real deal. Yeah, I so mean, that's we've one. been working on some things that that kind of uh, bouncing off what you just uh, were talking about there with the cycling and being able to um, correlate that with um, that type of uh, setup, right? When you're talking gaming. We, I think, when we, I think in the last podcast, I mentioned um, my interest in uh, trying to incorporate Whoop. I don't know if you've, uh, you dude, I just got a whoop. I got a Whoop strap. I'm waiting for it. Just sure. waiting for it. You should have told me. I would have gave you the link for ten percent off. Rogan so gave me fifteen. Who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> so the, we just partnered with them, and uh, it's just—I mean, it's days old. I haven't even done anything with it yet, but. Um, what's nice is that we've been kind of doing studies and looking at monitoring uh, strain levels on athletes, gamers, and even um, the average person, right? Because everybody every, everybody experiences strain. Um, and you don't have to be an athlete or a gamer or uh, somebody who trains every day. Anybody uh, pretty much uh, goes through some level of strain ability to recognize uh, that strain and counter it with the right amount of recovery um, and seeing that data real time, right, um, is nice because you can kind of prepare for uh, a shitty day or a really a day where you could potentially peak <clears throat> because you'll see it, right? So there's a gauge that runs through and shows you your recovery rate versus another gauge which versus your strain that's being calculated real time. Right. So I was able to use that to prepare for the marathon. I was able to use that um, just to kind of improve on my sleep. I was able to really use that to kind of really establish how uh, straining my training has been, because surprising to me, my training hasn't been as straining as I as my training has not have been as straining as I thought it was. <laughs> so pretty much seeing that data allowed me to kind of make adjustments, right? So yeah. hope, hands down, uh, is something everybody should try just to kind of, it just bring, it makes you more aware of, of yourself, of, of how you're feeling and, and, and you, 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 you take numbers and you take how you're feeling and you kind of experiment, right? And you kind of do different things. Uh, it's nice. You get <clears throat> resting, resting your respiratory rate, you get your resting heart rate, you get your peaks, your lows, um, you know, if you meditate, you can see what your heart rate's at when you're meditating. You categorize that with, with, with that activity. Um, and, and I'm so pumped for it. I'm pumped for the sleep activity, too. Oh, and that's huge because you get, for you especially, because you I know you have a hard time getting enough sleep. Um, you get to see all stages of sleep when you come in and out of them in a, in a graph. And then you get to actually see uh you know how much time you spend in those states and kind of get uh, a value based on that data which is 
which is huge. It's huge. Yeah. I'm glad you're getting one, dude. I'm pumped for it. I, I just want to. I'm. I'm so interested in what the data is going to be like. I'm so interested. So we yeah, sh- I'm. I'm going to be getting one next. So I'm going to have to get. I'm going to have to get your link. I yes. heard no, with, uh, with training. 10, oh, fifteen is better. <laughs> fifteen is better. <laughs> but but if you if you get a piece of the pie that's worth it, I'll go with yours. Awesome. Um, how, Thank you, sir. However, with I know uh, Adam would too, but I, I, he didn't. He didn't know. know. Um, I heard with training peaks now, I don't know if whoop works this way, but, um, in, in cycling, you kind of have these, you set it up where you have this level of fatigue, you have this level of fitness and then this level of like mental health where if you, you really go hard for a whole week, that's going to drain your overall fatigue. So if you go hard for six weeks in a row, that fatigue is going to be so great that you're not even getting benefits at this point and i can imagine if you kind of register those peaks and whoop can give you some sort of training program now i don't i don't use whoop i'm just imagining a uh, a company working this this kind of way they can they can say okay your heart rate has been uh max out for this amount of time over the course of a week this next week you've got to zone cut it back a little bit instead of going uh zone four or five your highest zones why don't you you max out at around zone three give yourself give that fatigue bar a little bit time to to catch up and then once you come off of your recovery week you'll be ready to go whether that means uh ready to hit training hard or ready for a fight or a marathon or some big competition the way to go the few whether it's cycling or anything mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean that's uh that's good because it's funny you say that because it's probably a good time to talk about like how i feel about the brand and um and at least my experience with the brand in the last few months because i've been i've been uh probably going on two and a half months with it <clears throat> i trained for the marathon using whoop uh, but my, my experience with them early, or even early, even before I, I signed up to, to, to get the strap and start really checking the stuff out was, uh, was their content, right? Like their ability to, to take our feedback and, and upgrade. It almost seems like, uh, they're, they're, they're evolving very, very rapidly, um, based on the feedback they get from the community, which I, which sounds like what you should be doing anyways, but when you see it happen and be very effective, you got to kind of give credit where credit's due. Um, they, they, they have a very community, uh, feel to their brand. And, uh, it, it, you definitely, uh, can be part of, uh, these niche communities. You know what I'm saying? So if you're, if you're a, a cycler, right, then you can actually be part of a cycling team that has all uh, users and, uh, you know, have that dialogue. And, and, and one of the things, like, for example, if we were in a team together, all three of us, I can see real time, your data, you can see my data and we can kind of see like, okay, why is your HRV low? Right? Like if we compete together, I'm calling you out. Right. Which is why I love accountability. Accountability is everything. Right. So like, this is why I love that. I love it so much because I feel that's a tool I can bring into our, our environment, our, our, um, gym and really just, you know, continue to build that type bond, that community, 
um, accountability, because uh, that's really what we do here, right? I'm in, I'm interested to see what it's gonna be like when I do my Wim Hof breathing. I want to see what it's like when I'm on like round three and I've held my breath for three minutes and forty seconds. I want to, you know, I want to see. Uh, it might automatically call nine one one. This man yeah, said send, send help. Be really low, yeah. For the people yeah. that haven't heard, the Wim Hof method is so amazing. It's something that Andrew put me on to, and uh, basically, um, you do these breathing exercises that over oxygenate your your lungs and eventually over oxygenate your blood and your whole body to the point where you can hold your breath to upwards of over four minutes on Andrew in Andrew's case. Um, I think I've gotten up to 345. Uh, my average is probably 315, I think, 320, somewhere around that. So we, we, we do the damn thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wim Hof is the real deal. And I want, I want to talk about that. But Anthony mentioned something about Whoop as a company. And I just really wanted to uh, share this because it's something that I kind of thought about in real time as you were saying it. And something that I've seen several times in companies uh, is that there'll be a pioneer and then there'll be a company that pretty much stuffs them down and does it way better, right? So you've seen that with uh, MySpace and then Facebook. And now we're seeing it again with Fitbit and Whoop. Whoop took that model and made it way better. Oh, yeah. And I think that's that's um, something that I'm interested in seeing over and over and over again. And I guess – uh, a final point to that is that if you're a company, I know we get a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs that watch uh, AA for Entrepreneurs, is that don't get don't get squished. Squish yourself and replace it with something that put yourself out of business. Um, yeah, that pretty much finishes oh, that that's, that that's, little that's little really rant that good. I want to throw really in. Point very important. Uh, very important. It's 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 huge because um, if you think about if you think about um, the whole dynamic of, of of big businesses and small businesses and um, I think as as I'm not I'm not too familiar with Fitbit I never used it so uh, I can't really uh, comment on it but I have used um, the Apple Watch I've used uh, 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 Android version as well kind of doing the same thing monitoring your, your your heart rate and giving you different data points um what i love mostly about whoop is that whoop is focused on just that right so like um the apple watch is is is, is giving you so many other things you know text messages and pictures and phone calls and Everything like Apple's just trying to be very convenient and giving you as much as possible. So not to take anything away from Apple, it's great. But like if I want if I want and to take a serious look at my uh, my heart rate and how you know I, different data points to kind of make decisions on how I'm going to perform and how I'm going to recover, I'm going to go with a company that strictly does that, right? And uh, that's why right away I was a fan of it. I mean, if you think about it, one of the things that easily overlooked is like, for example, how do you charge this thing, right? So it's it's simply a strap that goes on your wrist. But like, if you were to use your Apple phone, you got to take it off. I'm not your Apple phone, your Apple watch, you got to take it off and put it to charge. Well, uh, for Whoop, 
they, there's a there's a charging device that you charge separate, and then the device uh, attaches to the wrist wrist strap, um, and it really takes 30, 40 minutes, and it's very small, so you can actually leave it there and not even realize that it's there. Um, and you can you never have to take it off because if you're if you're really taking a hard look at your at your numbers, you want twenty four hour, uh, you know, you want twenty four hour monitoring. Mm-hmm. So yep. that's huge. Being able to just charge the ease of charging that way is 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 has been a big deal for me. What one thing that I noticed with the Fitbit now it's been it's been several years. I think twenty sixteen is when I last had a Fitbit, and the major problem with it was whenever I would get into a real serious uh, workout, a heavy sweating workout, it would lose, it would lose track. It would be like, my heart rate is not 65 right now. It's at least 170. And um, talking to the audience here is that something that you don't, you don't know about Anthony, or you may, you may know about Anthony. And I've kind of gathered this in the, the talks that I've had with him is that he works hard, right? You already, he already mentioned that, he just did a marathon in March. <coughs> Excuse me. He was uh, he was also training for a professional boxing fight. So this is something that amateur. he'd be able to amateur. I'm sorry, amateur. Uh, an amateur boxing fight, which is to me might as well be might as well be pro. I'd be killed. So if I can ask There's ask you, this is how how is it? Um, how does whoop? track your heart rate during intense exercise when you're sweating a storm That's good is it stuff. accurate i mean you could you could really um you could really look at that real time right so there's a setting you can look at it you can actually see your heart rate so you could be doing wim hof and looking at your heart rate drop as you're looking at it and if i wasn't on my recording from my device i would show you but um you can see it real time that's one thing the other thing too is like if you really think about and whoop has opened me up to, uh, you know, actually broaden my awareness to this topic with your heart rate and being able to perform um, under stress. Okay, we all understand that um, that our heart our heart rate is literally what uh, allows us to um, deliver blood to our body as we're performing. So if you think about that, when's it, when, when is your blood, when is your heart uh, operating optimally? And it's when it's at a, at a lower heart rate. You know, um, I want to believe that, you know, when you go below 50, you're kind of getting into like a, going into the direction of a meditative state, you know. Um, but you can go as high as I have mine's 187. And that's kind of in the peak of my training. So, like, if I'm running and I'm, uh, I guess the only time I really experience that is when I'm running. And if I'm doing an incline or a hill, I can see, I can, I can feel my heart rate go up. I can see it real time uh, where it, it max. But my ability to understand um, what's happening uh, with my body at that time allows me to be able to push through or not push through, right, or fail. Because at the end of the day, when at, in those moments, you can stop. Yeah, we can all stop, right? It's not for, for in, the, in the grand scheme of things. It's not really that serious. We just make it really serious, right? So it's like it's our ability to be able to be comfortable in that feeling of strain, uh, like that moment where you can you could fail, like you you can stop, like part of you wants you to stop and 
you don't really want to stop, but you know you could stop. So your body's telling you, you know, let's fucking stop, you know? So the the idea behind, uh, you know, knowing the data is I know that, like, if I, if and I know what it feels like to lower my heart rate, right? Because I've seen the numbers while my heart rate's been reduced by me manipulating it, right? So when I'm, and I, and I use running because it's when I've been able to really challenge, because I do weight, I weight train. Um, but I've, I've learned that my weight training is as intense as it can be, does not match an intense, uh, even marathon style pace run. Really? Right? If, if you start adding, adding hills, right? So <clears throat> the idea behind uh, being in that state where you're like, okay, uh, I'm getting very fatigued now. Um, you're, you're, what you're doing is if you allow your heart to go at whatever rate it wants to, you just let it go. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna tank out. You're, you're. So you're talking about the fight or flight, right? You're, you're, you're in flight when you just let your body just kind of take over at that point, right? You're in flight. So fight would put you in a state where you're like, all right, I need to control my breathing. I know that if I slow my breath, if I slow my breath, if I slow my exhale, if I control my inhale, if I bring that breath into my diaphragm if i just take control and you know you it's you know you can say nasal breath uh mouth breathing uh diaphragm breathing you can say everything but i think it really comes down to you taking control right because the moment you take control or attempt to take control you're fighting right so that's that's the other side of the coin wim hoff isn't one of the first people that i've ever seen he said uh that it doesn't matter if you breathe through your nose or mouth with what you do. He's like, just breathe. Like, if you breathe better through your nose, control. just breathe. Just just breathe better. That's all it is. I, I really yeah, believe. Focus. I really believe it's just taking charge, right? And 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 the more you take charge, the more you take charge, you start building that habit of like, all right, I'm in this fatigue state. My body already knows what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, nasal breathe out to my belly, slow the exhale. And I found that now. I can run and just allow my body to take my, to take the breaths that it feels that it does. Like it's almost now I can do it sub, subconsciously where before I had to consciously do it enough times where I can do it subconsciously now. Right. And that's push that's building your conditioning, your lung capacity, your endurance, your conditioning. Right. That's just a very granular look at it, which is pretty cool if you really can grasp that perspective. Yeah, I like the way that you put it. It's really your, it's your self control and your focus. I and think. I've, I'm not, I've done. That, I think. Well, no, like I'm, I'm actually like saying that because it makes sense. I'm kind of rewinding, uh, the the fitness experience that <laughs> I've had, and I've I've seen. I don't know if you have too, but there's a few different types of failure, uh, failure that I've experienced. There's the the first wave of failure that's uh, pretty much your mind, which says, ah, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. It hurts. Uh, and then you, you kind of give up. And then there's another type of failure that's muscle failure, right? Like muscle fatigue where you're like, oh, my God, I hey, literally hey. my my muscles cannot go anymore. And then there's uh, another type of failure, which I've only experienced a couple times in my life where it's like a cardio failure you were like oh my god not cardiac arrest but like Jeez, i'm so why, physically tired i'm gonna i'm down, gonna throw up out. my you can't hear me my you can't hear me he's like i, I get it this time i'm just gonna 
leave and come back. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. You can hear me though, Adam. Oh, my yeah. audio is here. Oh, yeah. We're the only reason here. why I ask is because my my audio was giving problems in the uh, in the early stages of this this broadband. But just to finish up, as what I was saying is that the different types of failure, cardi like failure when your heart is tired. There's uh, you just you want to throw up. It's oh different. God, it's like I I can't go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whenever you're working out and you feel like sick to your stomach, that's your heart saying, "Listen, cool it, or you, I'm gonna blow up." <laughs> yeah, that's so what happened. Focus that makes a lot of sense with what he's saying is, uh, is just learn to focus and and get past that quitting because it sucks. Once you completely get rid of that, let your muscles go to complete fatigue. And that typically happens when you when he mentioned like running up hills, right? Or if you're uh, sprinting or if you're on a bicycle and you're you're pedaling, you're pushing and pulling as hard as you can. You're going 30, 35 miles an hour uphill. You're you're going to get pumped out. And that's your uh, muscle fatigue. Sorry, yep. my phone just went black. Anthony, I think you're back. He'll be back in a second. But yeah, uh, muscle fatigue is, is one of those things like in, I don't know. Like, I feel like your Guys, mental I'm can. Sorry about that. I don't know why I get, keep getting kicked out. Yeah. And then when I get kicked out, the audio's gone. It's okay. We're just talking about muscle fatigue right now. And, and uh, oh, muscle fatigue, yeah. uh, you, you were talking about how, you know, your heart rate gets so high that you, you vomit. And that literally happened to me when I did one of Andrew's classes. He, uh, you know, he was teaching a Spartan race class and I decided to do it. And I'm not training for Spartan race at all. Um, maybe one day, maybe one day. I can't say it all. But right at that moment, not at all. So I just hopped into the class and these people were like, you know, a good 10 to 25 years older than me and i'm thinking oh like i got this and we're like three quarters of the way through the class and i'm like dying i'm literally dying and i just kept pushing because I, again these people are all 10 to 15 years older than me so i'm like i can't i can't wimp out i gotta push through this so i kept going and kept going and i was like oh 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 my god uh-oh uh-oh i gotta go outside and mind you it's like 30 degrees outside maybe colder and I went outside in like my shorts and t-shirt and I'm fucking just throwing up while everybody's finishing yeah. the workout for the next 10 minutes. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like it, I just pushed so hard. So, so hard. I've never thrown out from thrown up from working out like that before. Yeah, that that so and so that that state right there is you kind of um well conditioning is one thing, right? If you're not conditioned for it. I think that pace is is important because pace will allow you to so finding the right pace in anything, right? Um, I think allows you to get your body to catch up to the task. But if your pace, uh, so I, I did this. I made this mistake. Uh, I went for a thirteen mile run in uh, in in Los Angeles. No, was it Los Angeles? No, on um, yeah, it was Los Angeles few months before the marathon and the first mile i literally just booked it right i don't know why i just booked it uh and <clears throat> i was zooming you know i felt good i was like it was like the first time in a while that i can run in in heat in in the heat because running 
back home or in the middle of the winter, it was, it was tough. And I'm not a really a treadmill guy. So being in California and being ready to run in the, in the heat was like, I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm hot and ready. Let's go. I'm zooming. Right. So the first mile I'm, I'm gone. And for me, like nine minutes is fast. Nine minutes is fast for me uh, for a mile. And I had a beat and I broke, it was like eight, 40 something right and then i just started going by mile two i had a cramp so i literally cramped up the second mile and i was like jeez so i what happened there was that my body i was i was forcing my body to perform at a capacity that it couldn't sustain for uh, uh sustained for a, uh, an extended period of time so then you start seeing failure so for me it was cramping at that time so uh but i was going at a pace that i kind of didn't want to slow down uh i so i ended up just kind of fighting through it but i slowed down and i carried that that cramp for like four or five miles so you know that that was a pretty uh lesson for me uh was to kind of pace yourself because if you're not uh a customer conditioned then you can kind of allow your body to become conditioned real time on site if you just kind of like go through uh and and start kind of thinking about like your form and finding a pace that you can kind of like one of the things that i've learned if i'm going for a run with with you adam if i can carry a conversation mid-run with you that's a good pace if i'm if, if i if i can't then i'm going at that i'm going too fast right so uh i learned that not too long ago running with a friend of mine uh in Boston and, and we're just, and I was, he's like, Oh, you know, well, well, you know, what do you want to talk about when we're running? And I was like, what do you mean? Like when I run, like, I'm just like, like I block the world. You know what I mean? Like med- running for me is almost, is a form of meditation. I'm not even like it is right. Because I'm just focusing on, I think I, I think it happens for me because I focus on, on my functions, right. My breathing, my heart rate, my form, my, um, my, my pace, right how i'm feeling so uh being able to just being able to to put my mind to that allows me to kind of be in a meditative state but you know going 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 back to like what we were saying regarding um conditioning your body can real time do it you just got to give it you got to find that pace so it can learn it and then that's when you reach what they call runner's high Right, where mm. it's just like you're just zoom, you're just zoom, you're just you're literally just your your body's you know I found the other day when I went for a run my 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 average heart rate was forty seven in the middle wow. of a run. So what that's telling me is I'm doing a better job of of managing my heart rate uh, to, to during my runs to to kind of build that that capacity that conditioning uh, over time. But yeah. That's, it's huge, right? And a lot of people just go all in at the beginning right away. And, and, and it's really something that if you're, you almost have to finesse. You almost have to finesse uh, your body into doing the things you want it to do. Because uh, it mm-hmm. will. It really will. It will perform for you. It will show up for you. Um, it's, 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 just, it's just a little bit of finesse. Yeah, it sounds like the run. I've never experienced the runner's high, but it sounds like a like a flow state. Where I know a couple I'm not of times when Andy's I'm, audio, I I got I, it. You do? Okay. I don't. Oh, he's 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 out. Interesting. 
flow, flow state. Damn, that, I can't uh, hear him, man. Oh, that's that's frustrating. Um, flow state is pretty much like a bent when I'm on mountains where you kind of just like you you fog out, you zone out, and all of a sudden, when you come to, it's like it's been an hour and a half. Oh my, holy shit! Where did that time go? It's it's kind of like when um, left, right, left, <laughs> right. Left. It's the, the uh with the army guys do that that thing that they preach and they sing. It's, Drilling. It's pretty marching. much to exactly, and uh, it gets you into that flow that flow state. But that's really impressive to know that you're doing some really cardio intensive workout and your heart rate is what did he say fifty seven forty seven something like super low. That is un unbelievable. Super impressive. Dude, I'm losing, I lost the audio, man. <laughs> uh oh, I lost Anthony, the audio. Can you hear Anthony, Andy? I can. Yeah, I can hear everybody. Andy can hear you, Anthony. It's funny. I can't, I can't hear. Andy. So it's got to be your end because I can hear everybody. Everybody can hear me, and Andy can hear everybody besides you. Right, I'm, I'm gonna jump. Oh, wait, no. out and jump back in. All right. No more. Wrap up. Oh, that's a super bummer. Uh, yeah. Sorry for the uh, everyone watching and listening. Um, we're we're going to figure this out. Maybe we can send some emails to StreamYard. There seems like they're a, a very solid company, and maybe they've experienced something like this in the past, and they'll have a, uh, a recipe in which we can have this all resolved. That was interesting. <laughs> 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 oh man yeah it, this is this is all like a, a real learning curve for for all of us and honestly Streamyard has been really awesome uh regardless of, of what's going on and you know uh I, i'm seeing people watching throughout but i'm not seeing a lot of people commenting you know let's comment get some comments up here subscribe to the podcast channel if you're a, you're a podcast person subscribe to the youtube AA for entrepreneurs. Uh, we are available literally on every podcast platform, and we are available on YouTube. We are uh, soon to be available on Mars. Kev Kevin, uh, Matthew Newman, Mike D, thank you for uh, joining. Uh, Matt, we were just talking about the time that Adam joined us for the the Spartan class, and he had to step outside because he. He, he threw up. It was a little too intense. You guys see one thing about uh, classes is that everybody motivates each other. And uh, Adam pushed it a little too hard. But the whole motivating thing is real. It's super important. I usually um, push it too hard. I don't know my limits. I just I'm just like, here's yeah. my limits. I don't like them. I'm just going to go past them. <laughs> Screw you limits. Don't tell yeah. me what I can do. You you not my mama. I'm waiting to see when uh, Anthony's coming back, but maybe did, he, did we lose him? Did we lose him forever? I don't think the link expires, is it? No, no, the link is the link is good for eternity. Isaac, Isaac, how how are we signing this episode? Any good? Get some good moments. Yeah, in there? I got a lot of I got a lot of stuff. I got probably about like ten to twelve minutes of good stuff. Perfect. Hell yeah. There's That's a lot of like nice conversations work. going on there. Good shit, man. Good shit. 
We'll have to have you on the podcast one of the times, and we'll just we'll, we'll talk about. Just chat it up. Yeah, yeah. Right, right now, you know, an hour into it isn't the time to like have yeah. a new guest. <laughs> <laughs> We're just waiting for for Anthony to come back to kind of wrap up. But what's going on here? Let's see. Yeah, I'd definitely Let's... be down for that. I'm not doing anything. Ooh. I have tomorrow off. If you would want to do tomorrow. Yeah. It's... Uh... Oh, I I'm just actually, got my shipment. I've got to I just work. got my shipment confirmation for Whoop Whoop. I got to work, so I can't join you guys, unfortunately. But yeah, I'll be doing uh, what did Adam say show tomorrow, which is you know light plug, light plug. <laughs> Go check it out. Make sure you check it out. So what did Adam say? I've been going live pretty much every night. I'm probably not going to go live like every other weekend because I have my son. But, you know, I'm, I'm going live and uh, eventually we're going to have Isaac kind of running all the background stuff because, you know, if you've been watching the video, you might notice me like looking down and then you'll see like something new pop up on screen. It's because I'm like, I'm looking, I have all these presets and banners and all these things that I have that I set up beforehand and I have to produce all this and just too much especially when it's just my show by myself basically so i have somebody screaming is that what you said oh no i was i was talking about my mom real quick sorry oh uh, hey greta hey greta and and he's got earplugs in there uh, nobody can hear uh, another light plug i'm going to be starting to go live with my podcast too uh, i think the majority of things that i'm going to be talking about is uh like fitness kind of things if you like adventure sports and fitness um, I'm going to really save entrepreneur kind of stuff for the AA for entrepreneurs. Uh, but I might go into like gardening and, and things like that. So if those types of things interest you, um, I'd love to have you, you join my, uh, my streams when I do go. I'm not going to be doing them every day, I don't think. Every once in a while. Once in a while, just we won't we won't hold it to a timeline. Once in a while, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I haven't I haven't even really done one officially yet, so I don't want to start making big promises. Yeah, where is Anthony? Aha! Uh-huh. Just as I say that, it's like I'm psychic. <laughs> hey, welcome back! Come on, man. Man, you're having some Dude, you were guys, you were talking some good stuff. I lost yeah, can you hear him. me now? Oh, I feel like that happens every time. Yeah. I still can't yeah, hear we, him. We, really? That's, That's really so odd. bizarre. How bizarre. I, what if I, I can't hear him, man. What if I mute him and then unmute him? How, how about now? Oh. Yeah, it doesn't look like you can hear me. <laughs> Well, Man. I think I guess uh, Adam, do you want to do you want to close this out? Yeah, so uh, let's we're, we're gonna close this one out. Some technical difficulties, and we're an hour in already. So, um, you know, it's been just scratching the surface too. I know, just scratching the hey, surface. You know what? It just means there'll be time for more videos. Andy says it'll be Easy. more time for more videos. You know, like we got once we have all this locked down a little bit more. Uh, we'll, we'll be good. We'll be good once we get this all figured out. And you know, it's been a pleasure having you on. For the people that uh may not know who you are, or may not know about your business, plug away. Tell them where they could find you. Um, yeah. um all that good stuff. Here, uh, my personal Instagram, as I usually do a lot on Instagram, mostly right now, is uh, a Ruiz nine seven eight. Um, 
you can also follow the compound at th3 underscore compound uh, <laughs> compound you're gonna find a lot of cool videos training uh tips and just kind of get a general sense of like what our vibe is like here at compound and uh we're big on you know just being engaging with the community and stuff like that trying to trying to find our our time our, our way in this time right now figure out like what's our role and all this and how can we come out of this uh stronger and better than where mm-hmm. we were before this because I can only see uh, growing pains uh, right now. That's it. Yeah, unfortunately. Sure you on, man, for sure. Yeah. We've, and uh, you can't hear me, but we're happy to have you on. Andy said he's happy to have you on, and we are happy to have you on. We'll have to do this Glad you're translating for Andy. <laughs> it's so interesting. This is I the mean, most interesting thing that I've been <laughs> hey, I'll just I'll just I'll just translate everything Andy Can says. Can you imagine 2020, right? Like that's the shit that we gotta deal with. Translating English to English. That'd be hilarious. Translating English a, to English, Andy says. So it's it's translating uh technical difficulty to English, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well man, glad to have you. Uh you know it's nothing but love. Uh, yes. So forward to talking again for sure. Very soon, very shortly. So, yes, uh, make sure you guys subscribe to AA for Entrepreneurs on podcast on YouTube. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, stay beautiful. Yes. Thank you guys night. so much for all Stay of here. your support. Later, See you guys. guys.